0: Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin weekday mornings from nine. Tasmania Talk Sport thanks to Tamar Hire. Absolute pleasure to have a chat to Brent Costello, Wind News, also host of the Water Boys. Good morning. Hey Mike, how are you? Well, thank you. Tell us what an update. What's happening with the cricket?
1: Ah uh, yes, well, a big day ahead for the Hobart Hurricanes in the Women's Big Bash League. We take on the Sydney Sixers at. 25 past one this afternoon over uh, in Western Australia. Of course, we've completed our commitments here in the Tasmanian Hub, so this is our first game outside of Tassie in Western Australia against Sydney, so it's a little bit unusual, but it's turned into a must-win match for the Hurricanes. There's no doubt about that. They've played one, even two more games than some of the teams in the tournament, and we sit second last. So they just have mm. to win this game. If they don't win today, it could be curtains on the season. So a really <laughs> tough game against a really good... Opposition. Um, what do you think? Uh, look, it's just so hard to say with T20 cricket, isn't it? Um, yeah. you know, it, it takes a, a good start or a bad start, and it could um, cost you the game. So, uh, wait and see. But, um, you know, they're full of stars and sixers with Elise Perry and Alyssa Healy and Ash Gardner and all these big names that play for Australia. Yeah. So, it's certainly not going to be an easy game by any means uh, for the Hurricanes. And, yeah, some serious questions will be asked. I reckon if they, they can't... Um, uh, win this one and, and, you know, progress to the finals, this tournament, because um, you know, they've recruited really well, they've got some really good international players, but they just haven't a- been able to pull it together and, uh, of course, um, they're in this hub for, for eight games so far and only managed to win two of those here at home, so um, it's it's not a great start to the tournament, oh, um, but we really just want to record with how they're going at the moment, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, uh, while we're cool. on
1: ticket too, Mike, uh, probably should mention that the World Cup, Australia back in action tomorrow night against Bangladesh, and Again, we need to win as well. We've uh, dropped to third in the standings at the moment. We've got four points from our three games. South Africa sit above us, as do England. So a really important game coming up against Bangladesh.
0: Can't have the poms ahead of us.
1: No, we can't. Exactly right. Uh, They gave us a bit of a hiding a few nights ago. Uh, So, yeah, we we need to uh, make sure we, we qualify and knock them over when we meet them again, hopefully later on in the tournament.
0: You got that right. And Basketball.
1: Yeah, some exciting news this morning with uh, the NBL Blitz fixture being announced. So, this is, uh, of course, the NBL's pre season competition, which is coming to Tasmania. We knew it was coming, but we hadn't seen the fixture as yet. And the good news is this is being taken right across Tasmania. So, it'll start in Hobart with a couple of games at My State Bank Arena to relaunch the stadium. It'll head to the northwest coast at Ulverston, but the Jack Jumpers will play a couple of games up there and then finish up at Elphin in Launceston. Um, uh, Excellent. final game. So it's uh, it's really good that, you know, people from across the state will get to see this team in action in its first year. They are adamant they want to be a team for all of Tasmania. And while the, the regular season games, the majority of those will be in Hobart, it's great the pre-season competing to all corners of the state.
0: Oh, look, that is really, really good news. Excellent. What isn't good news is my horse is still running.
1: <laughs> yeah, mine too. Mine too. Oh. It's, it's,
0: very elegant.
1: What a what a horse. I mean, it's you know some people said it wasn't up to it, and it's had the wobbles a little bit uh, of late. But there's no doubt it's been one of the best horses in this country for a long time. Uh, I think it's ten Group One wins or something like that, and a six-year-old
0: um, too, I believe.
1: Yeah, exactly right. So you know, Good it was a, a magnificent run, wasn't it? Uh, no one was going to beat it once it took off. It was uh, it was breathtaking to watch. And uh, James McDonald, of course. Uh, it was great to watch him post-race as well. He was uh, pretty emotional, wasn't he? And oh. um, uh, just really happy for Chris Waller as well, who's been a, 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 one of our great trainers here in Australia for such a long time. So, yeah, while a lot of people might have missed out on that, on it with uh, the bookies Mike, it was a, a memorable Melbourne Cup, that's for sure.
0: And when they were talking about Ellie, you can see that when they were being interviewed, the, the tear in their eye, loving the horse so much. Nice to see.
1: Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, um, it's a, yeah that, that, that there's a real passion in the racing industry. There is a lot of... Uh, just what, what you hear, I've seen it firsthand. A lot of care for these animals um, their stables and things like that. And there is some neg- negativity towards the indri- industry at times. But there's uh, a very bad person in it, and uh, I haven't seen any in my time. There's, there's millions of good people um, to out um, to outweigh, it, I suppose. And um, I, I have seen firsthand the passion that they have for their animals. That's for sure. And
0: tell us an update on uh, what's happening with motorsport.
1: Yeah, I had the pleasure of uh, meeting a young man the other day. This is a name you'll you want to remember. Campbell Logan, his name is. He's only 17 years of age and, and uh, has began his career driving go-karts since the age of 14. He only got his P-plates uh, uh, earlier this year to drive a, a proper car and a proper road. But he uh, fangs around a racetrack in Hyundai uh, XL at the moment. But more recently, he went up to Erebus Motorsport up in Queensland and um, and spent some time with a the supercar setup. They even drove a supercar. So his goal is to be racing in Australia's Supercar Championship within uh, five years' time. And speaking to him and getting to know him a bit the other day, I reckon that he's got that in him because he's a really level-headed young man. And uh, wish him all the best for the future.
0: I know his dad supports him too. Dad was a bit of a, a, a driver too, wasn't he, for a while.
1: Yeah, he's dad, uh, dad. Will. I think he competed in a, a few targets. I think he's got a bit of a sailing background too, Will. So All right. you know, a, a really nice family, and um, I think he's got the world ahead of him.
0: Oh, good news. Brent, good to talk to you. A lot of info there. Really appreciate it. We'll talk at the end of the week. I'll Mike. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Brent. Brent Costello, host of the Waterboys, and, of course, uh, from Win News. A bit of an update on Cleo. You probably have heard four-year-old Cleo Smith been found alive and well in WA. Um, The search for the missing little missing girl coming to end, what, nearly 18 days. So detectives found clear in the early hours of this morning they broke their way into a house uh, in Carnarvon, uh, Carnarvon, I should say, about 70 Ks from the campsite. That's uh, from where the four-year-old disappeared. Um, A 36-year-old man from Carnarvon is now in custody and is being questioned by police. With neighbours, the neighbours kind of revealed new information and the man's, uh, about the man and his movements that led up to Cleo being found, uh, which was interesting because uh, the police said they broke their way into the house, found little Cleo. One of the officers picked her up in his arms and asked her, what's your name? She said, my name is Cleo. And then Cleo was re- reunited with her parents a short time later. But the Western Australian Police Commissioner Chris Dawson has said there's uh, no family connection between the man and the family. Right. Ms. Blake, and he says, I can simply confirm there's a 36-year-old man in custody. Now, neighbours of this so-called alleged quiet man have described seeing him buying nappies just two days before Cleo was discovered. Right. And then um, one bloke was uh, being interviewed and he, he said, look, I um, saw, saw him in Woolworths buying some Kimbies, which, as you probably know, is a brand of nappies, which he thought was odd as the man doesn't have any kids. So the other day they saw him in Woolworths buying these Kimbys, and they didn't click onto what he was buying them for at that stage. The neighbour said everyone on the street was familiar with each other, but said this bloke tended to keep to himself. And everyone who knows the person who stays at that house, but no one would have thought it would have been him. Apparently they were quite shocked, but still they broke the door down and they found it. So that's the good news, and of course we be ongoing. We'll find out what's happened. So Cleo Smith has been found safe and well, reunited with her family. That is some good news. It is Tasmania Talks. Tasmania Talks with Michael O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from nine.